You are now you listening, are now to, listening the to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, per usual. Call me when it's over. I'm your host, your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy. Thank you. <laughs> Episode 47. Real quick, uh, RageWorks.net. Shout out to my guy, Rich. Runs the whole thing. CallMeWinnesOver.com. Uh, I don't know if you guys know why we're here. Today is the one-year anniversary of Call Me When It's Over. <laughs> one year strong shout out to everybody watching on facebook live right now um shout out to black mac uh al what's going on charlie what's going on brother i appreciate you for coming through very very loyal dude very loyal dude so uh yeah man yeah one year down 365 days even though it's not 365 episodes uh i'm thankful man thank you to everybody who downloads the show religiously every single week thank you everybody who watches the stream even though it's not the whole show but i appreciate all you guys uh the people who been there from day one which wasn't many you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate everybody who came along, whether it's like episode, you know, most people started tuning around like episode 10, like episode 10 when everybody started getting on. But you know what I'm saying? Whether you came on 10 or now 47, whatever, if this is your first time, welcome. If this is your repeat offense, thank you for coming back. I appreciate you guys. But uh, uh Thank you. Al. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, Al is in the middle of the street. Show me love. I appreciate you, girl. Uh, yes, 47 episodes in. 50 will be next week, in, next, next, in like th- two weeks. Two weeks. Three, well, yeah, th- three weeks. Th- three because it's the third one, so technically two weeks. Uh, so 50 will be another small, uh, another small celebration, maybe. But this is one year, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm happy for myself. Uh, my guy, Rich, who runs the whole operation in RageWorks.net, thank you very much for the platform i appreciate you uh he's always been following my work even before because i knew about him for the longest since jay Santee used to uh, write from him and all that good stuff uh i appreciate you bro thank you for watching my work and trusting me enough to to, to let me lose because anybody that knows me knows i'm a talker so everybody everybody knows how, how loose i get <laughs> you feel me how crazy i get i'll shout out to my brother mitchell thank you man i appreciate you bro uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. You only got me junk maybe like three times. It, literally, it's only been like three times. Everything else is just all me. So uh, that just enhances. That's like fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. So no, nah, um, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for the platform. Uh, it's needed. You know what I'm saying? Like whether, like, like I always tell everybody, whether you know me from my painting or now my podcast, either way, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still always doing dope shit. So I appreciate you 100% for even giving me this chance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you knew me through jay santi you knew you saw my youtube stuff and you didn't know you didn't know much about me besides i made dope shit that's as far as that's as far as it went so i'm oh yeah though there we go uh i'm thankful i'm thankful thank you very much you know what i'm saying uh everybody on rageworks.net the whole family i appreciate you guys uh but right now it's all about coming on the sofa it's all about team josie's boy everybody who rides with me i appreciate you guys you know this show came from uh i'm not gonna say a failed i'm not gonna say a failed youtube show i will not say that the discontinued yeah, perfect word thank you very much this show came from a discontinued youtube show shout out to my guy jason ellis no love lost there that's my dude regardless you know what i'm saying and it just didn't things just didn't work out so for everybody who doesn't know i had a show on youtube called um 
Creative flow. That was called creative flow. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like that sounds like so much shade. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, but I had a show called um, Creative Flow, and uh, it we first episode came in, it came out. You know what I'm saying? I interviewed my boy Tycho Moon X and uh, my dude uh, Young Established. Shout out to them. Uh, which I'm gonna get to my my, my guest shout outs in a second because we're not gonna take up the whole time of me talking about how great I am. Even though I could, I could talk for a whole hour about how great I am, but we're not gonna do that. We're not because it's about me, but it's not about me. So. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? No, no, we go, we go get to that because I got something I want to talk about. So, uh, <clears throat> started out. I'm gonna get to the story real quick. It started out from uh, a discontinued show. We put the show out. I, I got the high, I, I, I got him the most ratings and the most views on his page. Got him some subscribers. We got up to I think it was like 300 views in like two weeks or something like that. So, like that just goes to show you. All right, one more time, real, real humble brag. Let's go show you how great I am. That's just, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I ain't saying it again. I'm just saying it again. I'm just saying. I don't know. But uh, it, it came from that. Jesus. <laughs> All came from that, and I stopped it. Uh, we had another. We actually had another show in the tank. Never came out. I actually interviewed uh, my homegirl Victoria. Shout out to Vic- Victoria Venice. I interviewed her, and um, it just never came out. My boy Birch. Shout out to my guy Birch and Dice. Uh, my dude Birch. What's going on, brother? Um, sh- made an African clothing, please. Shout them out. They 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 definitely been doing a thing. My guy Birch, I'm very proud of you. But um, yeah, I did the show. Didn't work. And I'm sitting around with with, with Jay Santic. This is like my brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm we're always around working. I helped him out with, with shit. He helps me out with stuff or whatever. So we're sitting. And anybody that knows me knows I tell stories. Like that. That's that's my thing. I'm a storyteller. I'm great at it too. I mean, I would like to think so. You know how you're not supposed to tell people that like you can't say you're humble. But uh, I won't say I'm humble, but I'll tell you I'm a, I'm, I'm a storyteller. Though. I'll tell you I'm captivating. I can tell you that. What, is that wrong? I can't say charismatic. There's too much pressure. I can say captivated. Too much pressure to say charismatic. So, um, yeah, I can't. I, I'm not trying to live up to that. I let other people tell me that. You know, they always say you're not a great until somebody says you are. So I'll wait till somebody tells me I'm whack. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, so we're sitting around one night and we're talking and, and he goes like, yo, cause I, we were supposed to do a podcast originally. Me and him was supposed to do a podcast originally, but, uh, shout out to, shout out to Keith. Uh, cause I will not say the shout out to Keith. No, we're, we're yeah. We're limited. So shout out to Keith. Uh, him and Jay Santi actually have a show, uh, the regular season sportscast, CRSS podcast.com. That's actually on, uh, rageworks.net. That's part of the family too, right there. So, uh, we're sitting around one night and we're talking to you guys. He goes, yo, why don't you just do a podcast? I'm like, okay whatever like why would i say no so we 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 i came over one afternoon it was like three and a, no we did it like 12 30 in the afternoon yeah yeah it was like 12 30 in the afternoon and i recorded my first show and listening to to from then to now is, is so fucking crude like the production is great but it just yeah it's so bad because we jammed so much into an hour i did we did good i did good with it i did good with it you know what i'm saying i jammed so much into an hour i did great with it but there was just so much more i had to say so uh the show originally was supposed to be bi- bi-weekly i hit rich up told him like, yo i need to be weekly and now we're here 47 episodes deep a whole year later uh i've done more in a year than most people have done in two years with their show so i'm not trying to down anybody but i'm just saying i know somebody i recently oh, no. i've seen somebody have a have a one-year anniversary with 17 episodes i ain't saying i'm just saying that's just a testament to hard Damn, work. So, son, you just hit with the real talk. Wow real talk. So, everybody who has something that you're doing, like get that shit out. You know, I always say completion is better than perfection. So, get it out, get it done, get it to the people. We here for the culture. I don't get paid for this. Eventually, I will, but I don't get paid for this. I do this shit for y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, I like to hear myself speak, but I feel like you should hear me speak too. So I'm doing this for everybody. But uh, um, yeah, like I said, one more time, shout out to Jay Santee for for hitting it up, uh, hitting Rich up and telling him I should do it. And Rich for giving me the chance. I appreciate y'all. Any platform I get is important to me and it means a hell of a lot to me. So thank you for taking the chance on this little light-skinned boy. I appreciate you. Even though I'm a grown-ass man, but you know what I mean. Little, little light-skinned boy. Um, <laughs> so, and big shout-out to every guest I've had so far. Uh, my brother, Nico Woods, which I got a nice exclusive for y'all next month. I can't tell you what it is, but he hit me up yesterday. I got something great going on for y'all. But he's about to perform at South by Southwest in a few days. So, big shout-out to him and the whole Zone, uh, zone Chop. Shout-out to 40. Shout-out shout out to Oz. Shout-out to, shout to Shy Boogie. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I fuck with y'all. Zone Chop and No Chop. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All the way, all the way from Urban Office. Let me try to dumb dumb long son. so all the way from urban office has been a fan of yours you know what i'm saying that's that's my brother right there but um shout out to uh, my boy nico shout out to whole zone tribe everybody in there shout out to a big thank you to the rest of my guests that i've had uh, my girl Cassieso, uh margarita margarita cruz miss margarita cruz the lady that loves mark anthony <laughs> big shout out to her big uh big shout out to my my brother tyco moon x and and actually uh, and one more time my brother young established too because he came through and my very first guest my brother mark bays uh he, he was actually on twice we did an exclusive interview for my facebook page and not only just but he was on the very first episode so big shout out to him he's about to act he's performing this weekend in miami if i'm not mistaken or he should be coming back from is it this weekend so yeah, uh, y'all y'all go follow him, Mark underscore uh, underscore Bays. That's, that's 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 my brother right there. You know what I'm saying so. Uh, big shout out to him for being my first guest, and uh, everybody else who will be. Oh, and I can't forget my queen, Miss Miss Aja Brewster. Thank you for coming through. It, it, it went from awkward dating to like now now you stuck with me. Cool. <laughs> it went from awkward advice about dating to now you stuck with me. So big shout out to my queen for coming through. Yeah, I'm I'm off the market. I'm sorry to break hearts. I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm sure some vaginas just like closed up <laughs> it's like yeah but no big shout out to my queen for coming through i appreciate you too and uh everybody else who will be on my show in the future because i'll be reaching oh i can't even i almost forgot my brother trill nimbly he came through here twice too i can't i can't forget about my guy had one of the two of the best hip-hop talks with this guy every time i see him it's love so big shout out to you you know what i'm saying if i'm forgetting anybody I, I, I wholeheartedly apologize but i have a group of people that i'm reaching out to all the time sorry it's all good uh i just said sorry not sorry that, that i'm taking <laughs> i have a group of people that I'm, I'm reaching out to there's a bunch of people i want on there are plenty of people uh that i will be you will be hearing from me in the, in the next few days the purpose of me doing this so much solo is so you can have me of course i'm gonna have guests but i want you to get comfortable with me you know what i'm saying for the people who found out about me only through the podcast you need to know how great i am the people who know me through my painting you need to find out how extra great i am you know what i'm saying so i'm doing this for you guys so thank you and um yes professor see charlie charlie know what's good charlie know what's up so big shout out to everybody who's been on my show so far and shout out to everybody in the future who's going to be on my show and shout out to everybody who never answered any of my emails phone calls text no i don't call nobody fuck that shit text messages facebook messages i appreciate y'all because y'all the niggas that be secretly listening you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm you see i'm cleaning up my language right uh y'all y'all the brothers that y'all the brothers that be secretly listening i appreciate y'all because y'all give me my downloads just keep downloading the show i appreciate it call me on the silver.com you know what i'm saying so uh all that thank you thank you very much i appreciate you guys now let's get to the fun let's get to the good part so uh as you guys know today is the 20th anniversary of the death of biggie smalls uh anybody from brooklyn feels that you know what I'm saying anybody from Brooklyn feels that so it 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 kind of it kind of hurts still to know that like we were I was sitting around saying I'm like damn 20 years like 20 years that's crazy bro I was what 11 when he died jeez that like that's crazy that's crazy 
Like I I I remember when it happened and, and um you know so many people I know cried when he died. And don't get me wrong, Biggie was a big a, a instrumental piece in my life. He got me through sixth grade. Biggie damn sure damn sure got me through sixth grade. So his music literally is like top three to me ever if we're talking about hip hop, solely hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So um and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, 20 years, we can find, and you know, no disrespect to anybody, but we can find the uh, um, uh, the killer to a missing white girl in like two weeks, but we can't find, we can't find the killer, did the, the mic go? No, you good? Can you hear me? Okay, I, I couldn't hear myself, for, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear myself real quick. Uh, we can find the killer to a, a little white girl that's missing for two weeks, but we can't find a killer to, to, to uh, one of the most popular black men ever, one of the biggest figures in, in our music genre for 20 years what type of what type of sense does that make of course that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation i can have but we're not even gonna get into that uh but you know what i'm saying sitting around thinking about it and of course everybody plays the same song everybody you know we'll always love big papa or sky's the limit or nobody played juicy surprisingly i haven't heard juicy yet that's very weird i haven't heard juicy yet so um i mean juicy is probably like one of my least favorite songs from him big shock i know right yeah thank you this is this is my shit right here this is my shit so um yeah, I'm sitting thinking, I'm like, yo, how pivotal, how pivotal was this guy? And it sucks. I've had conversations with people questioning, like, why I think he's one of the best ever. Somebody says, oh, you can't ever, you can't ever. Somebody told me you can't ever call him the greatest if, you, if he's only had two albums. And I'm like, but, bro, that's not his fault that he got cut down so short. So in, within, with, within those few years that he was actually in uh, in in the, the the atmosphere of hip hop, you know what I'm saying. In the whole industry, my man leaps and bounds was better than almost everybody. How many like we haven't had a storyteller like him since? Like we're talking about like in, in, I'm thinking about in his time. You know what I'm saying we haven't had a storyteller since him. Before him was what Slick Rick. That's it. That's it. Nobody told stories the way Biggie did. Like Biggie painted a picture. Like how many times have you felt like you was on the corner selling crack with him? I was on Notion in St. James with him plenty of times. Holding bundles, cracks in my palm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like I was about to yap somebody with, with uh, uh, number one mom pendants and fur, fur coats and diamond rings and shit. Did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, Biggie, Biggie, that essence that he had, and, uh, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I never got to meet him. Uh, I was a little, little, little dude. But from every story I've ever heard about him, it's like people said he had this aura. And when it comes to greatness, people have to realize there's these intangibles. Biggie had those intangibles. Apparently, he made like, let's look at him. He's not. The, he wasn't the best looking dude. You know what I'm saying? Black and ugly as ever. However, I stayed coochie down. So like, even before he had money, my man was getting people pregnant. You look like. Let's be honest. If we're talking about superficial, superficial uh, people, how many like? Uh, <laughs> Charlie said he was a lookout. <laughs> um, if we talk about like superficial, you look at this dude. He's he's he looked like I'm sorry to use this term, but like he looked like a, just another nigga on the block. You know what I'm saying? Just another dude on the block. You wouldn't you wouldn't look past you wouldn't look past him. You, you would look past him. You wouldn't look towards him. You would look past him. Let me. You, I know I would. Sorry, catch myself. <laughs> I know I would. I know if I saw Biggie standing on the corner. No, no, not a clean episode. I'm just trying to like not get crazy. Uh, yeah, like no, we'll talk about that later. Like, just trust me, it's it's gonna be necessary. Trust me, trust me, it's gonna be. Necessary. Listen, I'm trying, I'm trying to get them big bucks, bro. I'm trying to get that money. You know what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say I ain't gonna say shit and fuck. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say I'm not saying shit and fuck around. But I'm not. 
I just come. Why would I do a podcast if I have filters? Come on, bro. Don't even do me like that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, point being is like Biggie. Biggie was the everyday average. Yo, I, I'm 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 the strong. Like he looked like the strong arm. Like one time I was with my brother. And this was recently, and somebody walked up to me and asked me if I sold Percocets. Like, do I look like a drug dealer? Maybe, maybe I look like one of. Maybe yeah. You never know. You never know. But Biggie looked the part. And he did the part, you know what I'm saying? Like I believed he had two two twenty two in his boots. I believed it. You from ten Mac tens and shit never ends. Like I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like I when when I hear his music, I'm like, yo, I got crack under my bed. So when I saw Notorious, which any Biggie fan would say the same thing, when I saw Notorious, it, it felt so short. It wasn't believable. It's like, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna call him Jamal because his name is Gravy. He's a rapper. I saw him on Smack DVD plenty of times. But uh when he he did a great job playing Biggie, but it's like, bro, this is like, this is not Biggie. This is not Biggie. This is watered down Biggie. This is like the way the way old school uh, hip hop heads feel like feel about Breaking and um, uh, what else was that movie? It's Breaking and the other one with the Radon Chong. Beat Street, right, right, right. A lot of old school dudes hate that shit because it's like this is not hip hop. This is not what we fought for. This is not what we did. This is the this is whilst I was my oh boy I'm telling you I know the words to every single rap bro every single rap so but I have these conversations with people constantly and I always say whenever we talk about top fives right people tear my head off when I never put Tupac in my top five but Biggie's in like my top three automatically and they always ask me how can you put Biggie but you can't put Tupac it's like yeah both of them are dead but I like one better than the other simple as that Simple as that. Like when I hear, I like all right. The point of hip hop. Don't get me wrong. When hip hop started, it, it, it went from like partying to then you know Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five did the message, and that was the storytelling. Then it became literally like the news for the hood. Tupac wasn't from my hood. I mean, technically he was, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm trying to say. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, all right, you know what? When, when strictly for my niggas came out, I was fucking with Pop. I was fucking with Pac. Like, I'm not not to say I wasn't fucking with no, none of his other music. I was. I, I, I'm, I'm not a big time Tupac fan, but I was a Tupac fan. Like, uh, Holla If You Hear Me was my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Changes, that was my joint. Like, Hail Mary, come on. So you feel Hail Mary, you know what I'm saying? But it's just something It's just something about, about the delivery that Biggie had. Like, his swag, his, uh, his essence, bro. Just his whole presence. Felt like he was talking to me the whole time. Like I listened to a Slick Rick record, and I'm like, like when I listened to this, this was the moment I feared. When he went to Latin Quarters and he got robbed, I felt like I was there. And Biggie, like Biggie, Biggie does that. Biggie did, did well, still does it for me. I'm not even gonna say did that, even though he's gone. But Biggie does that for me, and that that that's something I feel like we're you know we're we're losing. Of course, we lost a long time ago. It exists in some way, shape, or form for some artists. But I'm, I'm sorry, like. In his appreciation today, like I'm, I appreciate Biggie every day. I listen to Biggie every other day. I'm sorry, I'm not some angry ass dude that just want to listen to like rap music all the time. If if you listen to my if you listen to my um my iPod, in all honesty, I should get beat up walking down the block listening to shit I listen to. There's no reason why a dude from Brooklyn should be listening to new kids on the block all the time. <laughs> so it's like ah, you feel, but you feel me because you you have that eclectic taste just like myself. So uh. But when when, when I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure somebody probably thought I was gay once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, 
Like, who don't? Like, why you know ABBA songs? Like, why? Um, no, it's, but facts though, facts though. Charlie says Biggie was like the big brother that, that was telling us the way it was. And I felt that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my boy Trill Nimbly, shout out to Trill Nimbly one more time. Uh, he actually, and the reason I started thinking about Biggie so much, besides the anniversary, he asked a question, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start this early because I know we cut off some. Uh, he asked a question about who was the last artist that New York backed heavy, and and I don't want to think back too far. You know what I'm saying? I try to think about. I try to think about something that's like recent in a sense. <clears throat> Keep hypnotized. Thank you. Uh, that's one of my favorite. No, actually, um, bon, um, uh, Notorious Thugs. That that's my favorite Biggie song. Uh. When you when he when he posed that question, I saw nobody answered it really quick. And the first thing I said was, "It's it's for some reason, with not even some reason with our city." Because I would say, being a being a diehard New Yorker, we land to the haters. We all know that we hate everything. <laughs> we can't stand anything. So it's hard for us to get behind somebody because we're so fickle. We love the underground, but as soon as you start popping, it's like ah, I can't fuck with you no more. You know what I'm saying? Like French Montana, perfect example. When he was doing the, the 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 cocaine city DVDs and he was on the block in 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 the Bronx, he was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Everybody fucked with him when he was dealing coke. Now he's wearing uh bear bear heads on the double XL freshman cover, and he got uh, chinchillas on and all these diamonds and stuff. Ain't nobody really fuck with him like that, except for niggas in the Bronx. Thank you. But dudes in dudes in I, I got really gotta stop saying that word. I'm sorry. Dudes in the Bronx. Don't really have great taste, so I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> I'm not gonna question him on anything because they still wear BB belts and they jeans all the way down to their knees. I will never question anything anybody do because I feel like I'm gonna get shot if I do. But I'm just saying. So the first thing I told him, I said, you know, in all honesty, this is my this is my joint song. I love this song. I'm sorry, if y'all don't fuck with Notorious Thugs, like Life After Death was a great album. It was a great album. Ready to Die was my favorite. But Life After Death was an amazing album. Notorious Thugs is my favorite song off that album. Like, you got Bone Thugs and Biggie on the same song? I don't care if you sell weed or smoke weed. Like, you feel that song. <laughs> if you love that song that much, you do one or the other. Unless you're like me, you're a patron. But, you know, you just you one or the other. You sell weed or you smoke weed when it comes to that song. <laughs> it's your choice. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Oh, I love, no, I love that song, though. I love that song though. That's a great Yeah <laughs> So yeah, This song is just so great I'm sorry It's like you just gotta You just gotta appreciate it When you hear it you, Right That's all you can do You just bounce to that shit It's like This is my shit son So uh, And anybody who If you put this song on Anybody who says Don't say Yo it's my shit son like, oh, I can't mess with you Can't mess with you You gotta You gotta You gotta You gotta Around them Charlie Charlie's straight from Ocean. See, I saw messing with him. He, he Brooklyn through and through, though. So that's, that's, that's my guy right there. But um, when I like when, when, when I think about who's back in New York, I said, you know, honestly, I said ASAP Rocky. That's the last time. Because, I mean, me personally, seeing him with my own eyes, I remember when my boy um, Isaiah, shout out to, um, no, Ian. Ian Isaiah, shout out to him. I uh, saw him in Complex once, and he fell off. I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't. Apparently, he's been performing everywhere. Last time I saw him, so big shout out to him. We used to work together too. Um, oh, shout out to my brother Vaughn in the building. He just he just joined in. What's going on, bro? Thank you, sir, my guy. It's my brother right there. So I'm proud. That's the first time I seen him in the chat. It's my brother right there. Yes, that's my blood brother. Like no joke. That is like my bro- my blood little brother. That's that's my brother. Like on some person. He gonna be on the show soon too. If you think I'm bad, wait till you hear him. Oh, bro, you ain't gonna be able to. T- I'm telling you, you ain't gonna be able to stop laughing. I'm telling you right now. 
So, uh, <laughs> so when I heard the first time I heard Rocky, uh, Ian played him for me, and I'm like, yo, this dude is fucking dope. Like he's he's dope. And uh, then I saw him, and I'm like, yo, he's a typical New Yorker dude with super fashion. Like, he was a Soho dude, Supreme scarves, the uh, the little the little the little um. Wood frame glasses, you know what I'm saying? Like uh with Cartier, the Cartier wood frame glasses. Uh he had the Jeremy Scott's on. He's like super high fashion, rap Simmons, all that good stuff. Uh so when I said he got pushed the furthest, like being the last person, uh Nene said that outside of New York messed with him first before we did. I said that's a good point. Cause he had that that little like uh the first time I heard um was a purple swag. First time I heard that was like everything, oh everything is purple. Everything it sounded like a southern joint. Like they was all about the lean and the gold teeth. Like even though New Yorkers loved uh what was it? uh well we had the Houston run. You know what I'm saying? The Mike the 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 the, the Mike Jones, don't say who. <laughs> don't say who. The, the Mike Jones, the Slim Thugs. It was coming, I know it was. The <laughs> the Paul Walls. Like we had hey oh what's up, Trish? Oh, um my sister in law Trish is watching now too. What's going on? I uh, thank you guys for watching. I appreciate y'all. Uh so we had that little Houston movement where we had the Mike Jones and the Paul Walls and the Chameleonaires and the Slim Thugs. So everybody wanted gold teeth. Even though before that, I wanted gold teeth since Master P was out. You know what I'm saying? So we had that. But then uh Rocky came and kinda made it he threw like a nice little Oh no no yeah I can't wait for you to come bro like, real talk we're gonna set something up on some real shit son uh, we're gonna set something up so Rocky took that southern swag and made it he kind of mixed it in with the Soho vibe you know what I'm saying like he had the skinny jeans the Jeremy Scott's the Rap Simmons uh the little distressed whatever he was wearing it wasn't for everybody but it, it was a New York swag you know what I'm saying he you 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 listen to him speak he, you know he's from Harlem got that cocky demeanor like he walk in you need to feel me but Nene made a great point. It's like, yeah, true. Everybody outside of New York messed with him first. So before I can ask him, he says the last two, the last two any movements that got pushed uh, from New York was Dipset and G Unit. Now I'm like, you know what? That's a great point right there. How, how, how many minutes am I in? Okay, thank you. Um, now that that's a great point because after you think about it, after what Dipset's run was, uh, it ended in what 2000. I was around probably like I don't remember hearing anything from Dipset after like what eight oh eight per run that time because they did Diplomatic Immunity too I don't remember what came out but after they had like all these factions like JR Writer and Hellrell and all that good stuff like oh shout out to my brother Young Establish who's watching I appreciate you brother um thank you very much uh, I'm gonna give y'all five more minutes uh, yeah I'm sorry I joined in so late I'm sorry uh, I'm gonna give y'all five more minutes on the chat but uh because I want to get into the, the the second half of the show. Uh, yeah, which, which I mean, for everybody who has, you know what? Real, matter of fact, perfect idea. For everybody who has, uh, who has me on Instagram, J O S I E S B O Y O word. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna stream live stream on on Instagram for a few minutes. The second half of the show, uh, two thousand, yeah, two thousand, you're around two thousand seven. It ended, my brother, yeah, around, around that time. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream the, not the whole rest of the show, but a good portion of it on uh instagram so follow me yeah i know i'm sorry i'm sorry trish i don't do the whole show on insta on, on facebook i'm sorry i only do a few minutes of the, of the chat the show is an hour hours some change long i can't do the whole show on facebook <laughs> you know you know bored people again right i need the downloads call me on the you know what i'm saying so 
Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate the love, but I'm sorry you came in so late, but you got me on Instagram. So, you know, watch the stream. As soon as I cut this off, I'm going to be on Instagram. So, um, yeah, around like 2007, once Hell Rail came out, 40 Glock, like, you know, uh, 40, not 40, 40 Cal, 40 Cal, his name 40 Cal, the tall dude with the braids. Um, they all started rap, they rapped exactly the same. All of them sound exactly the same, except for Cam, like Cam did what he did. But Jewels, 40, uh, JR Writer, Hellrail, they all sound exactly like the cadence was all the same. Except nah, not Hellrail. I'm lying. Hellrail sound like a guy that's so cracked that he just had to, he had no way out but rap. That's what he sounded like. So that uh, but that was a great point. Then I feel like their fall was the same fall as G Unit. Because G Unit started like 50 started signing everybody and anybody. He thought he could bring New York back. He had Mob Deep. He had MOP for a little bit. Right? Yeah, yeah, MOP for a little bit. Yeah, uh that dude Spider, whoever the hell that was. Is that Crip dude? He had game. Um, he still has forty Glock, or he had forty Glock, or whatever. He had forty Glock, but he literally signed any and everybody, and that was like literally the 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 the, the demise. Perfect word, the demise of a G Unit. But he said, "You're right." It became the NWO the rap game, exactly. Uh, but when you think about it, those were the last two entities ent- entities that had literally New York all behind them, like. All right, I'm I'm sorry guys. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going I'm to cut the feed off now. Uh thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys. This is not the end of the show. If you want to hear the rest of the show, the show comes the the rest of the podcast comes out Saturday. Callmewithasova.com. You know what I'm saying? If you follow me on Instagram, get on right now cuz I'm going to live stream a little bit of the show uh for a few minutes, probably for like another 20 minutes or whatever. But uh sh- please share the video, watch the rest of the video. Thank you for the love. One more time, shout out to everybody who's been on my show so far and thank you to everybody who's watching Facebook Live and I'm done. Share the video. I love y'all. Go on, go on my Instagram. J O S I E S B O Y O one word. Hashtag your share with us. Thank you very much. I'll see y'all later. Yeah. So um yeah you can just like hand me the the tripod and I just do it like the facing forward way because I have no choice. <laughs> so when yeah when you think about it it's like all right boom 50, 50, 50, 50 came out with literally with a boom out of nowhere. So I've been a 50 fan for a good minute. The first time I heard 50 was in 99, 98, 99. I, like, I'm not that old. Yeah, I'm only 31. So like I'm going to be 32 in, in November, but uh, no, 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 excuse me, October. Pardon me. Sorry. Um, I heard him in 90. So I was like, what, 13? Yeah, like 13 around that age. I heard him like 98, 99. And, uh, the first, the first song I heard from him was "How to Rob." That's the first time I heard "How to Rob," and and New York, New York had his back. There's no denying that New York definitely had his back, and uh, he was hot for a good minute. Like I know he had that joint with Onyx. The um, I can't remember the name of the song, but I know there was you know he was featured on that song, and and they were like ice skating and shit like that. It was hockey. It was hockey, matter of fact. Uh, so he had the joint with Onyx. I know he had uh, he was supposed to have a song with Destiny Child, and then he got he got shot. That happened. So, uh, then he had, what was he, was it, what movie was it? What movie was it? Was it, uh, was it, in, it wasn't in too deep. No, it wasn't too deep. That song, Roddy Roddy. That wasn't too deep. That Brooklyn niggas is Roddy Roddy. Yeah, it was, it was that. So, 50, 50, I've been around for a very fucking long time, long ass time. Uh, but then he got shot. Fell away. Then what happened? Yo, he came out of nowhere with these mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? And and everybody who follows, who followed him, anybody, anybody from the hood, let's just put it like that. Anybody from the hood, you remember his first mixtapes. 50 came out with like, probably like, it was three mixtapes that came straight off. And he literally killed, he killed the game. Anybody who does mixtapes now 
with the the I'm not I'm not gonna say you know he's the first person to do uh, freestyles over somebody else's beat because that's what that's what he's supposed to do. But Fifty came and put a stronghold on the mixtape in the mixtape circuit. Like he him Lloyd Banks Tony Ayo, all they did was cover every, they covered any and everybody's song and made their songs better. He did Love You Better the L Cool J joint made that better. He did RL Nah Love You Better is dope. I'm sorry he didn't make it better. I'm sorry. No, no, no. He did um facts though. Shout to shout to my my brother uh Budley Ray. What's going on, kid? Um, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Fifty, fifty. Uh, it, it, they did all those covers. They did the RL um that got me a model, but they did like got me a bottle, whatever it was called. Bro, they literally did every fucking beat you could possibly think of and murdered it. You know what I'm saying? Put a stronghold on that shit. Got that the the got the the um the was it Interscope? Got the Interscope deal. M came and found him. Like that was it. He was he was off to the races. So New York's been behind him for a minute. And the only reason I know New York supported him is because everybody wore them ugly as June sneakers. And everybody everybody wore them ugly as June tank tops. But then but but then you had bruh, I'm sorry. Too many niggas that play handball. Too many way too many people that play handball wore them damn them damn white beaters. I couldn't take it. Uh so then you have Huh? Yeah? Thank you very much. I can't I <laughs> I'm trying to be smart. I'm, I'm, I got. I got. I got. I got to articulate myself. I got to be. I'm. I, no. It, it's not. I'm not above it. Trust me. You know I'm not above it. Of all people, you know I'm not above it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying. I'm trying to make force myself to say different things. It's not all the way cleaned up. Trust me. It ain't all the way cleaned up. So <laughs> we all know who play handball. We know who play handball. You know what I'm saying? So uh, no. But real talk, like I, I, I've been a 50 fan, but equally as long as 50 been around. Cameron been around. You know what I'm saying? First time I heard Cameron was we talking like ninety seven, around ninety six, ninety seven, somewhere around that time. Like after Biggie dies when he got on. Yeah. Yeah, around Confessions Five was like ninety seven. Yeah. Facts. So Horse and Carriage came out. Horse and Carriage. That was my yeah, Horse and Carriage came out. Then uh then he was on Woo. He did was it three three five seven? That was what it's called, three five four or something like that. I can't remember the name of that record, but it was on the Woo soundtrack. Is it 357? Yeah, yeah. How about I take you on t- uh, top of a high ride, see if you can skydive. Uh, I'll take you to the Palladium, your local, uh, 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 he said, your local gymnasium, fucking Yankee Stadium. Cam was a beast, been a beast. So what he disappeared, he got fat after he did um, SDE. He had a problem with Sony. And SDE is my favorite camera album. You like Confessions of Fire. I know Confessions of Fire is like the, a lot of people like that album. But um, yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, you can. Y'all know you got me. I ain't never gonna worry about that. So shout out to my guy Jay Santee, the background producer of my show. Uh, everybody who's watching on Instagram, I appreciate you guys. Remember, call me on silver.com or you got me on Instagram. Click the link in my bio. This show's gonna. This episode's gonna be out on Saturday. So you had Cam disappear for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He got fat. Then out of nowhere, he came super. He came out super skinny, swagging everywhere. He had uh, liver problems because he drank so much. My man said he used to have Alize with his pancakes. That's real. That's desperate, but he said he wanted to kill himself. Like it was bad, bro. It was bad. So Cam came, and the when "What Means the World to You" was the first time I heard Joel Santana. He was on a remix to "What What Means the World to You." He was on, and that was the first time I heard Joel Santana. Then they disappeared for a little bit. The next thing you know, they did that that uh, diplomatic community, not diplomatic community, uh, like we Cam represents the diplomats. That was the first mixtape when he had the the paid in full robe on. Yeah, that was the when he was Rico. Yeah, that that mixtape came out, bro. I, I'm all right. You know what? I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all on some real, some real stuff. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't born and raised in Brooklyn. 
You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I didn't, I didn't move to Brooklyn full time until I was like, for good until I was like 15. My mom lived out here. I grew up in uh in, in Harlem. I grew up in Spanish Harlem. So me being in Brooklyn at that time, when Cam came out, I was like, yo, we needed this. You know what I'm saying? And I understand 50 had a stronghold on New York, and he was backed heavy because everybody loved their freestyles. Everybody loved what they did, but. 50 didn't, 50 didn't influence enough people to wear, to, to, to wear pink like Cameron did. Cameron, Cameron had people cheering, changing their vernacular. Cameron, Cameron, had literally, Cameron literally made all of the mess, made what's good like uh, uh, a real question. Like, a, that's not what you're doing. Hey, what's up? No, what's goody? What's, good, what's really good? You know what I'm saying? He changed, he changed all that. He got everybody calling Flea. You know what I'm saying? Then Vado came out of nowhere. He called everybody Slime. Like, the diplomats changed everything when it came when it came to like just street culture. You know what I'm saying? Like they they influenced culture. Like Cam was the only dude I know. Like real talk. Anybody who's a real dude wore pink. Like I had pink. Oh, this is my joint. I had I had we all had pink button ups when we was younger. I wore my my little pink Fred Perry pink polo whatever. So you wore it. <laughs> so like we you know it was. Cam came out, pink band, the, the pink fur at the, the fashion show with the, baby, with the baby fat phone, iconic. 50 has no iconic pictures like that. None. The most iconic piece anything 50, 50 has is that spinner, spinner chain. That's it. 50's music is iconic because you can't go anywhere without a, a birthday party, especially in Vegas, without a birthday party, birthday party happening in the club doesn't come on. In the club comes on for everybody's birthday party at any club, any party, anything. Thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, real talk. But when we're talking about like being back by New York and then having that, it's and I would say it's a difference. Like you might ha- facts though. Harlem niggas are known for swag. Like I mean, I guess that's that's what, they known for swag. Like you know, apparently Brooklyn niggas and Queens niggas known for robbing people. So like I'm there goes that word again. I'm, ah, gotta gotta calm that down. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying not to use that word so much You know what I'm saying Like I'm just trying to better myself uh, No 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 I ain't say you can't play I'm just saying I can't I, I'm trying not to say But now ha- Harlem dudes is known for the swag You know we all had the swag Like everything that came To Brooklyn Like we talking Pradas Maury's uh, uh, it's, Brooklyn dudes are not all scammers Please stop that not all Brooklyn dudes are scammers. Let's 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 please cut that out. Thank you. A big big time. Now oh, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm far from a scammer. I don't remix no cards. My pieces ain't hitting like that. I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> I'm not that lucky. That's not, not a cap. <laughs> no, it's a no, no. I'm not gonna deny it. It's a fact though. It. Thank you, Charlie's not a scammer either. It's a fact though. Brooklyn dudes and Queen dudes, Queens dudes got scamming on on lock. I am not gonna deny that. That is part of culture now, but that's some young dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like older dudes ain't trying to pop no checks or nothing like that. Uh, they're not. They're not trying to get all crazy like that. This, that these young dudes that's asking you. That's you no know, Bronx dudes. Uh, they don't scam. They they literally just like run up on you and say, "Yo, give me your stuff. <laughs> give me your stuff." And they look. They don't scam. They just come out and shoot you for no reason. Trust me, I know. Oh, they do the work. They just don't do the. They don't do the white collar work. <laughs> they don't do the white collar work. Bronx dudes, I can't trust. You know what I'm saying? But uh. Cameron, like, all right, 50, of course, when G-Unit came out, they put pride back in Queens because Queens was dwindling for a while before 50, son. Like, you had a, you had a, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, X, yeah, yeah, the X pills with the lean. P- people do that for some reason. Uh, Xanax pills and lean. People still do that for some reason after we know what happens with it or whatever. But uh, before before fifty, like Queens was dwindling for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like we all knew, we are, anybody that's not from Queens for some reason doesn't respect Queens. But when you think about hip hop, Queens produced the most pivotal people. Some of the most pivotal people in hip hop. I'm saying, yeah, people still do lean Charlie. I'm sorry, people, for some reason. Even though we know causes sleep apnea and all that good stuff, people still do it. But, we're, you know, for some reason, Queens doesn't get the respect it deserves. I'm not going to deny that. You know what I'm saying? Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but before, before that, Queens wasn't getting nothing. But 50, 50 came out out the gate like, like a rocket. And next thing you know, everybody, how many white people you do say, white people were out here doing that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like if 50, 50, 50 was 50 had Vivica Fox eating his ass. And that's okay, because I don't like y'all anyway. I mean, I don't like I ain't from 50 with influence. Not influence. He was a dude that said. See, but he had to though. The, 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 yeah. How to get how to get robbed? Yeah. How to get, I mean um, how to rob? How to rob? How to rob. Um well, the audio because the what is this how to rob from the soundtrack, and then there's the audio getting robbed is from that um that album that came out before he got signed to M. That one, yeah, that that's a that's a yeah that, that one, which I like that one better than regular how to get how to rob. But fifty like fifty came out and and he brought that gangster back, son. Because at that time, like who who we had who we had going into that like DMX was slipping off, like he just kept releasing albums. R and B was hot in 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 the early two thousands. Yeah, Mario. Yeah, JoJo. Yeah, all that. Like, 50 came out. I was like, yo, I got shot. I don't trust nobody. Anybody get stupid. I'm shooting you. Exactly. Right here. That that classic beat. Shout out to D-Dot Angeletti. Like, boy, the mad rapper? Iconic, bro. Iconic. But 50 came out. I was like, yo, this is my crew. We running. We own shit. That's it. <laughs> yo, uh, Buddha said Bawa was the hardest nigga in 2001. <laughs> the sad... Go ahead. No, Fifty was not close to signing getting Bad Boy. Fifty was was writing songs for Diddy. He wrote songs for Diddy, and uh, Fifty uh, Diddy said he didn't want to work with him anymore because he had too many guns. He had too many guns around him. He told he told a story. Fifty told a story about how he went in to the boardroom to meet with Diddy, and he sat down. And Fifty said, at this point, this was maybe like a year or two removed from when he got shot. Yeah, he pulled the gun and put it out on the table. Exactly. He pulled the gun out, put it on the table. Diddy didn't want to fuck with him after that anymore. But still, I mean, they're cool now. You know what I'm saying? They're cool now. But, uh, yeah, before 50 was Ja Rule. Ja Rule had it. Ja Rule still street at that time. I give him that much. Vinny Vinny Vici was a great album. But uh, before 50, nobody wanted to click up like Bro Talk. 50 made you believe, like, I can bring a team and we're going to own this. We're going to run this. So I'm sorry, everybody who's uh, tuning in on... Um, on Instagram Live, I'm about to cut the stream. So to get the rest of the show, you got to click the link in my bio when it comes out on Saturday. So thank you very much, guys. Comingwithosovers.com. I appreciate you guys. And we're gonna end it now. Yeah. Uh, so you had, of course, man. Like, come on, so I'm like, I gotta be. I gotta be. So you had, I'm not like. So so you had everybody was behind Fifty when they came out. But I'm sorry when 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 the diplomats like made their full blown movement. You couldn't tell me they didn't own New York. They own New York, though. Like, they changed the way people dressed, the way people spoke, the way people thought. They made you... They were the first ones to really go independent. 
guess they did. Well, Fab did that first. Fab did that first. Shout out to, all right, so Brooklyn got a little swag. That's cool. Brooklyn got a little something. They got something. Um, Oversight, yeah. No, that was actually a Harlem thing, too. Yeah. Harlem, Harlem made a lot. Harlem did a lot. Yeah, we gave stuff away. Now you can't tell who's who. But um, that's a whole other story. We already talked about that. So when Cameron and them came out, when the Diplomats came out, it's like, all right, they were the first ones to tell you, yo, I'm not, like, because they had the Rockefeller deal. Like, that that went on for a little bit. And then that actually got Cameron his first platinum album. Come Home With Me was his first platinum album. Then after that, it was like, through the roof. He said he got five, $8,000 for paid in full. That's it. And he said he auditioned with a real gun. 50 would have never did that. 50 got media training fast. Cameron still don't got no media training. He still don't know how to act. Yeah, but now it's okay to snitch if you're snitching on somebody that worked with Donald Trump. That's what he said. Snitching is okay if you snitch on Donald Trump. I'm sorry. You, know, you do something wrong around me. If I don't really fuck with you like that, I'm telling. So don't do nothing dumb around me. Like, <laughs> please don't. Because I'll, I'll tell I'll tell. I'm not. I'm not talking. Especially if, if I'm, I'm. I'm. I got a chance of being indicted. No. 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 My guy. Sorry. I'm telling. Uh, <laughs> it was him. It was him. It was him. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was him. I'll tell you right now. He had a black hat on. He had on Paco jeans. Uh, I think Parasuco. Maybe I don't know. Uh, so the whole purpose, the, the 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 whole the whole point of that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, keep it going, my boy. Trinomly, who was back by New York the hardest? And I said diplomats. I'm gonna keep diplomats going because yes, I understand that G Unit was like. Let's be honest. Nobody bought into G Unit as much as like, as much as they just bought into solely Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent was just it. Go ahead. Uh huh. Good. Ask the question on mic. Good. Ask what, so they can hear. Yeah. So they get a question. Good. All right, besides the leads, which would be Cam on one team and, and, and 50 on the other, mm-hmm. who had the stronger lieutenant in the crew? Cam, easily. Jewels? No, Jim Jones. Oh, Jim Jones? <laughs> we talk about rapping, rapping or we talk about presence? No, no, rapping, rapping. rapping. Oh, uh, mm, uh, I'm going to say 50. 50 because Lloyd, Lloyd, Bank, Lloyd, Lloyd Banks. Yeah, okay. Lloyd Banks is way better than uh, Jewel Santana. Like, I remember when, remember when the freestyles first started dropping and nobody right. saw Tony Ayo or Lloyd Banks yet. Nobody right. knew their faces. Nobody knew anything. And the first time I heard this man spit, I was like, yo, who the fuck is this? Then I found out he was light-skinned. I'm like, why can't I have a voice like that? And I was so happy because he's Puerto Rican, too. I was yeah, like, he part, he's, he's, he's part Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican, right? Yeah. yeah. Really but I'm like, oh, that's why he got facial hair. That's why he has the facial hair. But then Juels is, 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 is part Spanish as well. So. He is. He is, yeah. So and that's why like, he got facial hair, too. You see? That's why. You see? That's, that's where the matchups lie. But up. they also smoke a lot of weed. Uh, see, yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, let's. let's I fell short. Let's dribble down the line next. Who would be the, str- the stronger one from each one? Yayo and uh, Yayo was whack. Tony was garbage. So who would be the next one? Like in line? Yeah, it would have to be Yayo. From are we talking about like in the beginning? Like when it was just three three? Yeah, let's say three three. Yeah, it, it has. We talk about rapping ability. Or we talk about pre- ability. Rapping ability. If we talk about verses. Tony Ayo's better than Jim Jones as a rapper. Clearly. Clearly. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about like just, just, it has to be the whole thing. I know, I know, I get you. It has to be the whole thing. At least, least, like if we were doing a checklist, like. Yeah, yeah, Tony Ayo got it. G Unit wins. G Unit. On on rapping ability. Yes. Rapping ability, G Unit got it. G Unit got it. Because all three of them can rap. It's a great debate. Yeah, I'm, I'll probably, you know, I'm going to do a lot, I'm going to do a live stream, uh, this weekend, I'll yeah. do a live stream this weekend. Now you said about, uh, like you said, uh, bringing stuff to the culture. That's yeah, definitely. Uh, that's definitely. That's uh, in- influential. D- d- diplomats. Diplomats were influential altogether. Because let's be honest, and it's, it's further than the pink. 
It's further than pink. Like they made people want to wear Timberlands again. Right. Niggas and 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 and, and uh, even though Kanye had a a hand in that recently, <clears throat> supposedly whatever. Um, but you look at the way like, all right, cool. He did his he Cam. You can tell Cam is all about culture. He did Bout It Bout It uh, remix with, with Master P. Who else was going to do that? True. Who else was going to do that? You know what I'm True. saying? Like, he did, he sampled uh, so many songs. Like, we built this city. You know? Right. That, I know it was all just Blaze, though, which, but. Which, which, is, which I was going to go to next. Which right. Is, although everybody shares production, mm-hmm. who do you think had the better productions on their on their Diplomats, easily. Yeah? Easily. Because he had, he had his hand at the best. Cameron had his hand at the best producers ever. You had Young Guru. You had Just Blaze. You had Kanye. That's all you need. Cameron did Down and Out, and that was it. Kanye Kanye did a few joints on um Come Home With Me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Dipset also sampled fucking Monday Night Football. They right? damn sure did. <laughs> <Da-na-na>. <laughs> who would have thought to do that? Come on, son. So you, and, and if you like if I'm I've been an avid you you two been an avid Cameron listener. Mm-hmm. And for this man to come and rap the way he did when he first came out, yo, I'll get you shook up his head. Look up with that. Like that. Then to go from um I get to, uh, I get computers putin. I was like, bruh, and still be dope. Still be no, dope. Sometimes he kinda annoyed me when he did. I love the way he raps though. It got on people's nerves. Yeah. It got on people's nerves. It definitely got on people's nerves. I will not deny that. It got on people's nerves. But right here, remember when this came out? When it first sounded Rockefeller? Amazing. This was like literally a comet hit New York. This should have been the thing that they should have. This should have been the thing that plateaued Rockefeller like over. But that's the thing, it did because Jay was gone. Jay was with Beyonce. This should have been something that could like it could have left them stable. And then then they like have like a like like, it just died out after Before that, they were having before before Cameron got signed, they were having problems with state because state property was like just coming in so they did like right that's what i'm thinking of right state property was like the state property was the the group that was like eh, okay like two of y'all are nice i don't know about the rest of y'all you know what i'm saying like you gotta like oskino and vasquez they had a philly sound it was hard to catch a philly sound in 2004 right. in new york you know what i'm saying 2004 it's hard to hear that uh you had chris and neef they was just swaggy as hell so dudes like identify with them. And plus they did a song with Chingy. Everybody loved Chingy in, in that time for some reason. I don't know why. Imagine? People like Chingy. People like Chingy for some reason. Chingy was actually popular for a year. Um now he had two albums that actually did good. I don't know why. But Can you imagine? Whatever. He's always gonna be a joke to me. I'm sorry. Um like nobody will ever come out in St. Louis as hard as Nelly did. Yeah. <laughs> it will never happen again. I'm sorry. Um, except for like some battle rappers. There's a few battle rappers that are really, really good. Uh, shout out to B Major. And um, uh, who else from St. Louis? Averb. And um, Hit Me Holla. They're dope too. Yeah, yeah they yeah, Hit Me Holla. I, I, I was just thinking, I was like, Hit I know Averb, but I'm going to Then you got young, this dude named Young Ill, who I like from St. Louis, but he became a, a, a drug addict and disappeared for a while. Mm-hmm. He's back rapping though. He's still dope. He's still dope. So, uh, but that's that's a really good, that's a really good question because when I'm talking about uh, touching like the presence, it has to be like full blown culture. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like Yayo was '50s Memphis Bleak, but I think Memphis Bleak rapped better than Tony Yayo. In my opinion, I know I I, I could agree with that. I yeah, Memphis Bleak rapped way better than Tony Bleak. Bleak, I had like a thing because I know him from the hood. And yeah, 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 stuff, so yeah, it was like, yeah. Man, fuck that, man. But like. He had skills. Like he, Bleak could rap. Yeah, he had skills. Bleak, people give him shit because he was under. He was he was Jay Z's toilet paper. <laughs> he was just Bleak, Memphis Bleak was Jay Z's toilet paper, but they give him shit. But he can rap. He had bars. Like 
he wasn't the best, but he was good. Like he was, he got, he did enough for me to like Malik three songs. Is, Malik is filming a video. You mean Malik Cox? Right, exactly. Like <laughs> nigga, we know him. Funny, Jason does the same thing to Rampage. From from flip mode because we were talking and he said something. He's like, "Yo, one of my homegirls hit me up was like, your Rampage got a record.'" He's like, "Roger," He's like, and I'm like, the "Nigga's name's Roger." He's like, "Yo, Malik Cox, cut that out." It's like, "You got it, bro. You got it." Like, I I hope nobody ever shout me out. Like, no, you know what? Every ex girlfriend no, I have do, will do I, that to yeah, me. That's what I'm saying, but they should do because at least they know you. Right. Every I, I, I tell everybody as soon as I make it. You will all tell stories about how you used to know me. It's like, yeah, Josie's boy is this. Oh, you mean Tony? Tony? I'm like, you know me. Stop playing. Dog. Right? He was like, yeah, we used to go out, but whatever. he's a, a cornball now. I'm a cornball, but I'm rich, though. Watch. I'm telling you, he's going to hit just like that, bro. <laughs> bro, it's going to hit just like that. I'm telling you. As soon as I make it, he's going to be like, oh, we used to date, but he a cornball. He's whack. He's whack. I can't mess with him no more. Uh, he he actually had sex with one of my my homegirls. Telling all these lies. His dick not that big. Right, he not that cute. He, that shit. he got yo. I heard he got three baby mothers, but not telling nobody. Right, not telling nobody. He got more than he got more kids than than Sean Kemp. <laughs> like his dick little. He's short. He ain't got no money. I remember doing blow with him, and it's gonna be like what? Like, the, yeah, I mean, I sucked his dick in the movies, but he ain't all that. He ain't all that. I'm like. And you want to know why that, that probably won't ever happen? Because I don't date girls that talk like that. <laughs> I would never date a woman that speaks like that. I'm sorry. I've, I would always feel like I'm smarter than you. So I, I, just, I just can't. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, culturally, I'm sorry. If we had to like end it right here, if I'm going to end this conversation about uh, being culturally influenced by a group, 50, 50 had... 50 has some has has because I hate that people still won't give him the credit he deserves. Like we talking 13 million for uh, Give It To That Try and 10 million for the massacre. Off the back. Off the back. He sold more albums than most rap dudes in their careers with two albums. You know what I'm saying? Great businessman. Vitamin water. His energy drink. uh, Street Kings. Power. Headphones. Headphones. Bruh. 50's a a dude from Southside Jamaica, Queens. You know what I'm saying? But then... Who should have been dead? Who should have been dead more than once? More than once. Hamo, Hamo shot me, but he got shot down. <laughs> Two weeks later, he got shot down. That's not funny that somebody died. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not funny that somebody died. I'm just making a point. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, ending it right there, like, culturally, if we're talking about the biggest influence and the last people to get back by New York and still get in love, the diplomats. Straight off the back, diplomats. Because you, Cameron is still like if the diplomat, like right now, if, if Fifty did a G Unit reunion, only all of Queens and maybe half of Brooklyn would care. If 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 um, I'm mean, excuse me, G Unit. Yeah, I said G Unit, right? Why am I thinking diplomats? I'm sorry. Um, if the diplomats did another reunion, all of New York would care. If niggas didn't, if people didn't care, <laughs> I'm trying not to oh, use that word so much. Um. Yeah, so thank you. I appreciate it. If if people didn't care about them, then nobody would have watched that Hot 97 interview that Jim Jones did. Nobody would have watched Cameron's three-hour Instagram live. Right. Three hours, bro. You know what I'm saying? Speaking and speaking of, get real quick, just get get this out of the way. I'm gonna finish the show with this because uh, I actually had a conversation with somebody about this. Um, and matter of fact, I talked to you about it too. Uh, we mentioned it that Swiss Beats. And um, yeah, yeah, the Swiss Pizza Just Blaze battle. We need more like that. 
so I was I was watching I was on uh, he did he put up an um, Instagram video the other day yesterday last night and he said he wants DJ Clue and Funkmaster Flex to go at it Ooh. that would be the ultimate New York DJ battle bro Ooh. that would be the ultimate you know I, w- I would like shit my pants for Ooh. that I feel like Flex would win though even though but Clue be having exclusives the only thing Flex got is like a lineage of records you know what scares me about that what is that Flex would just use way too much sound effects. Too many bombs. Yeah, it just, too many bombs. He'd be like, be clicking. Do you have a bomb? Uh, you have a bomb? Okay, I, could, I could do like a, a Flex impersonation if you have it. Yeah, right. Because I'm, I'm really good at it. Like, I'm really not, but <laughs> I'm, I suck at it. I'm terrible at playing Flex. No, but I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned because I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about it. Yeah. Uh, after, I, you know, I had to finish the show with that. I after, had to. Um, after. Because I told you I watched some of it. Right. I watched the whole two hours. Yeah, I, was, I was skipping around. I was skipping around it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was fucking long as fuck. Of course it was. Pause, I guess. Pause. <laughs> no pause. No pause. It was long as fuck. No, it was, it was ridiculously long. But. The tension was thick. <laughs> it was mad hard in it that room. It was mad hard in that room. Yeah, you, you, it, it just went way too long. And they let off, too. They let off. They let- <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it to pop. In you window. <laughs> so, um. I, I finally got, I was at work I sat and I listened to the the, 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 the official the, the playback the playback right and it didn't get good to like 30 minutes in so nostalgic. I was in the middle of my job like wild the fuck you know what you know what got me first what? as soon as Just Blaze even though what we do is wrong oh. I was like yo and and it's crazy now now we and I, we, I spoke about this because we always have these producer conversations I actually spoke about it on the show too right. um I don't remember which episode, but call me with silver dot com. You can check that out. You know where it be. You go back. We're a year in. Oh, I'm a year in. Hey, wait, one year. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, when I listen to this, and and I and I told you how I felt about Swiss Beats. As much as I like him, this battle showed me how many flops he actually has. Like songs that just don't hit for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But just Blaze was all through. Yeah, that's all what I'm through. Saying. It was a lot of. And I even I, there was something I even said. Oh shit! I forgot that was Blaze. Right. See, that's oh, and that's what I love about him. That's why I said I picked oh, him over Swiss any day. Yeah. Um. Just like does the instruments. He has that. He has that ear. He has that sound. He's a, he's a producer. Like the way people talk about Jay Dilla. Like they're gonna talk about just Blaze like that one day. Mm. And Swiss, like it, it, he, I forgot what song just played. Baby, baby. Oh, Kanye. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, 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 camera. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, this Jay Killer, we back, baby. <laughs> hey, yo, street, yo, this is my joint, son. But it's, cra- it's crazy because when I when I heard, Blaze, I hate how excited I get about that. I get excited about the little stuff. <laughs> when I'm such I a kid, Blaze, and I'm sitting there going, I'm like, damn, like he got a lot of Jay. Yeah, people forget he after after like not Kanye never fell off, but after Kanye started like stepping back, yeah. Jay, I mean, um, Blaze, Blaze owned everything, yeah, yeah, like everything. That. He has Cam, he has Jay, he got Beanie, he got he has uh, Rihanna, Ti, anybody you can think of, and plus the stuff he does EDM too. He travels, at, he's a traveling I won't, I won't DJ. For, I won't blame him for the American Gangster fucking album. Yeah, it's not his fault. I won't blame not his fault. Him. I blame Jay Z for that one. But then this also this battle also showed me how bad of a DJ Swiss Beats really is. But he bragged about it. Right. He was terrible on the turntables. The whole thing was. It was so off. By the way, you have put the stamp on everything that you always said about Buster Rhymes. He is. Everywhere. How did he show In the back out of nowhere? I don't know. Did he what did I tell you? He's like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm I'm late. 
but I had to dip in on here. And the whole video is him. But the gem of the whole thing was that Jada, Nas, DMX joint. Boy, Jay-Z to top it off. Escobar season is like the title for now because it's unreleased still. Bruh. That killed every single record that anybody played that night. Well, not only that, it just shows that fucking Swiss. Yeah, he got Swiss Joyce in the stash. He got Joyce in the stash. Like, Swiss is never going to stop. You want to know why? Because if you listen to his beats, it, 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 it's, it's, it's all like just a, the boom, like the bat. But then he adds like little... little he always had the, the, the reputation of being a Casio dude. He's an NPC dude. Yeah. 100% NPC dude. Like, he don't play no other instruments, none of that shit. But he makes it work. What I love, I love when he played Put a Ring on it. Because people forget he did that. Yeah, he did that. But yeah. even though his voice is all over, like, yo, yo, yo. It's the whole record. It's the whole yeah. fucking record. And how animated Swiss is, like... For the culture. We're talking about for the culture. We need more stuff like that. By the way, like, he was ridiculously drunk that night. He's like, tell him, <laughs> get him. Pausing every record. I just make sure that everybody know that uh, we do this for the culture, man. He's like, you think I came to play? Get him, get him. That's the whole showtime. That's the whole That's a whole Swiss Beats set. You get the, just was showing him how to do the little pads because he didn't know how to work that, yeah, the, yeah. the Serato. Yeah. He's like, just slamming that shit. I'm like, nigga, let the crazy. record play. He's a terrible DJ. Him, yeah, he was showing him like, like, in the beginning, that's what I said. I said you know, I'm going to go over here. Right. He's like, I'm going to tell him. You should tell him. Like, Swiss, relax, bro. Like, we get it. You, But we need more. And, and I was thinking, like, from an art, art, art standpoint myself, like, because, you know, I'm, more, I'm always culture. You know me. I'm always coming over with ideas. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, why don't we have, our, like, we have our, there are art battles. Like, don't get me wrong. For everybody who doesn't know, yes, I'm a painter. Duh, I'm an artist. Really? That's why I'm the painter's podcast so, so well, cool. right? I'm the painter with the podcast. Your girl's favorite artist for a reason. Um, Comeonthesofa.com. Uh, yeah, so we have you have art battles and you have secret walls. Like everything's going to turn commercial eventually. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. It becomes business. Everything becomes commercial eventually. But like those things are far removed. They're still part of the culture, but they're far removed. If we're talking about like just per, like the way. Swiss didn't tell anybody but Ebro from Hot 87. Nobody else, no, like there were no big media outlets. He invited influencers. He invited important people. He didn't sit here and say News 12. He didn't say MTV come down, Complex come down. You just had to be there to be there. It was a small room, wherever that was, the two sets of turntables, the laptops, and a few people. Cassidy was there, which he looks great. He lost a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, he looks, he good, looks yeah. really yeah, good. good. I can't wait till he comes up with more music. Because yeah. I heard like two things that Swiss is working on with him. Uh, and I can't wait to hear him rap again. We need those bars, man. We really need those bars. Uh, didn't he do Flex's Freestyle? Yes. And he murdered it. Mur- yeah. Murked it. Some bars, baby. Bar- so, uh, Barry Adrian Reese. That's funny. That was, that's his name. Uh, so, we need... <laughs> That's his, yeah, that's, that's his name, Barry Adrian Reese, uh, which a lot of people don't know that. So happened. It's just so happened. Your name is Bars. Uh, so you have that kind of feeling. I miss that. You know what I'm saying? That that whole, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be, like, there was no winner. You know, honestly, there was no winner. It was all about opinion at the end of the day. I think there was anybody, like, trying to. We won. Yeah. Because- the culture, we won. Because it's like, think about this. Like, you look. You look, you look at, all right, Swiss and Just Blaze, two of the most iconic producers hip-hop has ever had. Two of the, the, it, it, no, no argument about that. Swiss Beats has literally one of the greatest eras of producing. 
My man did everything from it's dark and hell is hot down for Rough Riders. My man was like, he was like the Manny Fresh for Rough Riders. Like Manny Fresh did whole cash money. That's the best. That's the best analogy. To use. That, that's all you can, because yeah. Manny Fresh is the only person I know. But you know do- what? That's the old, that's the another thing that I noticed about that. It was what? a lot of locks on that shit, and it's like, he did everything. Yeah, he did everything as soon as they came. As soon as they came, he's like, "Yo, they probably sat down." Was like, "All right, we doing fifteen songs right now," yeah. and that's the album. And I felt like it was that easy to work with him, though. I feel you know what it is. Since he works on the NPC, I feel like he has literally a catalog of just records of like, here, listen to this CD. Here, listen to that CD. Like he just has so many things at disposal. But then when you, if you pay attention, like if you watch his moves, uh, he's always doing something else. So for me to, for me to believe that he produces that much, it was like it was hard at first. But then I think about it, like I look at how I'm always posting stuff on Instagram, but then I always get new pictures every other day. It's like you still produce right here, right here, bro. You can do it. It's great, like. He's done a lot, man. Just did a Just lot, did bro. A lot, he did a lot. He's, he literally has the soundtracks to people's lives. Yeah. Like, where, 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 like, you know, people give credit to the, you know, the Dr. Dre's because Dr. Dre's iconic. The Dr. Dre's, the premieres, uh, the, the, the Marley Malls. Like, I we have. Just was married to somebody that might have been, like, recognized. He probably, he probably, he'd be bigger than what he'd he is. Be bigger than yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's industry big. Yeah. But he's not like. Like, Only the people iconically big. Like business entertainment. Right. Like Swiss Beats is a face. Like if you were to make an album like tomorrow, you would, you have to push it. He'd be one of the first three people I'll yeah, call. Yeah. It'd be Kanye, him. Swiss would probably be like the fourth person I'll call. Yeah, definitely. I gotta call Dre. Gotta if he would answer my phone call. <laughs> He's like, stop working out. <laughs> but then I would I would think back to that that New York mentality, because I would want like heat makers, A Rap music, right. uh, uh Dame Grease if he's still around. You know what I'm saying? Like then Swiss will probably like cap it off for me, you know. Um, it's just it's stuff like that. When it comes to culture, that's the, like I said, that's the shit we need, bro. Thank you very much. Sir. That's the shit we need. We need those impromptu, those little rooms. Like we have, like you got URL, right? What they doing for battle rap? It's gonna be big and matter of fact, I can't even say it's gonna gonna be big and commercial. Eminem already bought into it. Slaughterhouse already bought into it. Once you have a pay per view, you're big time. In my eyes, unless you're TNA, you still. Sh- <laughs> That's another story. Um, but once you have a pay per view to do like, uh, and you have the best of the best, you're big time already. Once you pay somebody fifty thousand dollars to stand on stage for twenty minutes, you're big time already. Like that's it. You you commercial. Whether you make it or not after this. That's not up to me. But point being is like you make it, and sometimes you got to get back to that feeling of yo remember this or remember that like you know i'm not saying be nostalgic about everything but keep some things of the culture set uh sacred you know what i'm saying it's like yes we get it you can be uh steve aoki or you can be diplo you can play in front of a hundred thousand people that's cool but what about the people that been there with you for like from day one that just want to hit them grimy ass beats you know what i'm saying they just want to be in a, a room sweating you couldn't tell me buster rounds wasn't sweating Oh, he, was, he was sweating, talking. He, when he walked in, he was already dripping. And what he had in his hand? Hennessy and a blunt. Jesus Christ. A cup full of Hennessy and a blunt. Keep the stereotype going, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. And he's not even from Brooklyn. He's from Long Island. Long Island yeah, yeah, so it's all, but he's still rep Brooklyn heavy. It's all good. Well, he was born in Brooklyn. He was, yeah, 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 he was. Just like Shaq from Jersey. Exactly. Yeah, Shaq from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? You say whatever you want to say. Shaq, Shaq, Shaqalicious. <laughs> the big Aristotle. Yo, did you hear? That he was actually supposed to hail with Biggie the night he died. I heard, and then he um, he, he he posted a comment saying that I w- I wonder if they would have shot, shot if I was right. In front of the car. That's real. Yeah, that's real, bro. Imagine that. Shaq could have been dead. 
Or maybe not. Biggie could have been alive. Maybe they'd be like, listen, he played for Orlando. Leave him alone. Yeah. Leave him alone. Well, no, no, he got traded to the Lakers at the time when Pac uh, died. 96. Seven? 96. No, was it? 97, Biggie died. So Pac was 96. No, he said. He could have been. No, he said he could have been with Biggie. Was it Biggie? I thought, right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, about, I'm thinking '97. Yeah, he was on the Lakers. Yeah, Excuse yeah. me. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, my mind is somewhere else. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Um, that that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. That that's been actually crazy. yo. That's actually some thought provoking, like very weird. Right. But do you, you think know, they would like morbid? But like that's how scary. It would have the, the landscape would have changed. Like somebody could have been alive, or both of y'all could two superstars could have been dead. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Like you gotta think about shit like that. That's crazy, bro. Uh, We just, you know, me, you know me. I'm I'm big for the culture. I'm all about doing dope shit. That's that's the tagline I live by. Dope shit only. And when you have a product, you eventually want the masses to hear it, no matter what you or see it, whatever. No matter what you do, you want the masses to get a hold of it. But there's that thin line of all right. Do I alienate everybody that came along with me because I want to go here? And I feel like if you're a true fan, you won't be alienated. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're gonna appreciate somebody's growth, but still, you you don't want them to get away f- too far. You know, like say if uh say if uh, you know like like when Waka Flocka started doing EDM music, mm. a lot of his hip hop fans were like, I'm not fucking with him no more. I'm not doing it. like this. Is not the Gucci Man Waka Flocka I know. This is not the bow, bow, bow. It's not him. I don't, I don't know him. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you grow and people just go away from you. This is the beautiful thing about Swiss Beats. He can do the most commercial shit possible and still never go away. My man is on BMX bikes in the Bronx. Yeah. That's, and I know, uh, right here, I remember this. This is 07. 07. It's like, yeah. Yeah, 07. 07. I remember. This is when Lloyd was hot, too. Chilling in my beamer, living in the ether. And it's so, it's so simple. Cause yeah. he knows himself. Yeah. He knows he can't rap. He knows and that shit. That, but he knows that a beat will get over faster than himself well, that, or anything. That's else. just the way. That's the that's the way hip hop moved. He'd be the most shittiest fucking rapper. Yo, be like, yo, that beat. Is like what we what we look what what for for like maybe I want to say maybe like from 20, 2003 to like. Nah, because we was listening to 50 at that time. So I'm going to say when when Cam and them was out, after we stopped listening to to, 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 to the, the rhymes, we went to hear who was producing what. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the beat got everything over. If your beat was hot, that's why fucking uh, Stanky Leg was out for so long. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to, like, think about. Like It's true. Songs, songs that had great production. Shit just suck and we can I can go down a list of things that just like great beat horrible song great beat horrible song oh you said something funny you whack though you know what I'm saying like we can do there's too much of that in hip hop like I feel like hip hop has the most no I can't even say that cause disco got the most one hit wonders oh definitely disco got the most one hit wonders you know what I'm saying like, they, I, can't, I can't even say anything about hip hop but hip hop has some one hit wonders like when it got to the point where we were doing like chicken noodle soup and on Jackie and all that stuff like that was all about the just the beat right. and so everybody went Tone Wop everybody went hear that you know what I'm saying then it turned into dancing so it's like alright well, yeah, you get a dance song and it's already you got a hit and then you're gone and this is why Jim Jones has money today and I still love that shit Odell Beckham still does that dance <laughs> y'all come on so who don't uh, bowling like who don't people still say it yeah. people still say it like and see what I'm saying like nobody says G in it anymore but people still say what's good What's really good, and people still say bowling. Like you affect the culture, bro. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of, that that's what I want. 
Uh, I put something on, on Instagram yesterday. Either yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday. I put on Instagram stories. But I tweeted it too. I said, fuck fame. I want permanence. Like that's imp- that's important to me. Everybody like a lot of we live in an age where it's cool to, to just be viral and be famous and be important as opposed to actually having an effect on the culture. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna take this last few minutes to talk about this. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Everything I do, and I said it before. Everything I do, uh, why why you gotta get me started? <laughs> why you gotta get me started? Celebration missions, we are year in. This is a fucking year in. I'm popping something. I'm popping something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, I've, I've been painting for like, I've, I started painting when I was 16. So we're like, I'm, 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 I'm very deep in the game. You know what I'm saying? We're talking like 16 years deep. You know, come be 32 this year. So you have people, you know, who started things young and gave up. Hmm. Started things and gave up, and. This song is so hard. So Ron, <laughs> shout out to Ron Browse. This is the motif right now. Yeah. So just let it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is, it's, you get, you know, people always say how they're passionate about something and they believe in something and they love something. Like when I hear somebody say they love something, that means you give everything to it. Yeah. Like I don't, we had this conversation. I've told you before, I don't use that word love unless I mean it. No, that's mean it. You know what I'm saying? That's with everything. Anything I ever say I love, like I love wrestling, I love wrestling. Like I love it. I love art. Art is my life. You know what I'm saying? And speaking, I love speaking. I love to hear myself talk, but it also makes sense. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. If I do say so myself, I make a hell of a lot of sense. I'm, I'm, I may be long-winded sometimes, but I make a hell of a lot of sense. And the whole... I don't. I don't really. I just like to talk. I don't think much. I don't. I think when I feel like it. I don't, I don't feel like it right now. Uh, but when it, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it comes to you know, actually putting your best foot forward and doing something 110%, 120%, bro, so many people fall short. And I've been doing this podcast longer than I've had some jobs. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, goes what I want. You know, they always say you you find something, you do something you love. You know, it's not really a job or whatever. You know, what I'm saying you find, and it's it's true. Like, I don't I don't get paid for this yet. Nobody's handing me money to come here. Like, I'm I'm finding my own money for Metro Cards. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, and we over here. You you do the same thing. You do longer than me. You know, what I'm saying, but it's like, if you're gonna do something, like, give it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, give it, give it. I can. I'm for myself. I love. I, I everything I do. I do for myself first. I'm just lucky enough to have people like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm thankful that people actually enjoy what I do. Yeah. Same thing for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you. You're happy people enjoy what you do. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm still surprised. I'm so surprised that these people actually download the like episodes like this. I still think they might be off their medication. Right. Thank you though. <laughs> Facts. So it's like you know I'm 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 grateful for every one soul like me. I know what it feels like to work from the bottom. Like I've been painting and doing a lot of stuff for a long. I've been having to prove myself for for a long time. So the small following that I have, I'm very thankful for. And I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I will never shortchange anybody. Like I'm, I'm culture, bro. Like I'm for culture, and I do this for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care who don't like me. That don't really bother me. But I, I pay attention to people who support me. You know what I'm saying the, the people that download the show, the people that watch the streams, the people that buy my pictures, the people that invite me to their shows, the pe- all of these people are the people that matter to me. You know what I'm saying? I wake up in the morning and I do stuff for myself, but I'm like, yo, everybody needs to see this. You need to see this. And the people that like my pictures, the the the, the people that comment on my pictures, the people that DM me and email me every day, like I'm so thankful, bro. 
Like I am so thankful. It means so much to me. Like it may not, it, it may sound like something small to everybody else, but I don't think they understand how far we're going into the archives of culture right now. Like we have receipts. We have evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like people can go back and hear me. People can go back and reference me. That's important. I remember I'm, I met a brother named Clinton. And uh, it was at it was at an art show in Brownsville. Uh, if everybody want to know where I'm from in Brooklyn, Brownsville. Thank you. Uh, and 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 uh, you know you've seen me host shows. Shout out to everybody who's seen me host shows. Everybody who's been to you know spoken word affecting generations swag shows like any show I've ever hosted or anything like that. Live painting, all that good stuff. People have heard me speak. So we were talking. Uh, I was talking. Somebody, you know, they always say artists are reclusive and and they're introverts. And I'm like, I'm far from that. I'm from New York. I don't know how to shut up. I'm sorry. I, I just don't understand that word. Be quiet. I don't get that. Uh, so I spoke and I, 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 I talked about, I talked about myself a little bit and that I, I had just turned 30. I just turned 30. And, um, I told him, I said, yo, I made it past every age that every news broadcast said I wouldn't make it. You know what I'm saying? I made it out the middle of the projects and never saw one drug. Don't know what handcuffs feel like. I don't know what central bookings looks like on the inside. I don't know what the back of a, a, a cop car feels like. I don't know what it feels like to put my hands on a, on the hood of a cop car. Do I get harassed by cops? Of course. I live in the hood. Like I'm, Don't be an idiot. You know what I'm saying? But point, point being is when I spoke and I said all those things, the biggest compliment I ever got, he walked up to me and said, listen, my name's Clinton. I'm going to tell you right now, if I had a podium and I had to choose somebody to speak and open up before Malcolm X, it would be you. And I'm like, wow, that's, that, that's really deep. And I know the conviction that I speak with. And I, I always known that I'm, 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 I'm a captivating person. That that's a word I will use forever. I will never claim anything else. I will never tell you how humble I am. <laughs> I will never tell you any of that stuff, but I will tell you I'm captivating. I know that for a fact. I speak to, I speak to God's honest truth. And when he said that to me, it's like, it just re- re- it reiterates things, but it just feels good to know that people still listen to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, to, just people still pay attention to me. And I plan on doing this for a long time. I plan on another year of this. I, mark my words. I'll be pick, I'll be, I'll be sponsored by somebody big in the next year. I guarantee it. And as well as you should. I guarantee it. I've said it already. Yeah. I will be, I will be picked up by some show in the next three years. Somebody will probably sooner than that, but I'm, I'm giving myself some leeway to do other things. I will host some kind of big ass event. I will change somebody's life with everything I do. And all I can say is everybody who has been around from the beginning or from the the first time I had three viewers on my Facebook live. (laughs) (laughs) So now getting hundreds of views, I'm thankful. And just like Cameron, everything I say, I really mean it. Everything. So So what I did there. Yeah. Thank you. You You see, I pay attention, right? You see, I pay attention. So, from me to you guys, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, before you do your whole thing, good. I gotta say, the smartest thing that I ever did, besides not pulling out to have my daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty smart. Thanks. That was pretty smart. Dumb in some other people's lives, but, but not for me. Thank you. Thank you for thing making I her. Ever did was telling you, not even asking, telling you, you need to do a podcast. Come do it. And you're a year in. You're, this is this is this is the best best form for you besides your art. This is the best form that everybody can really know and see your greatness. Thanks. So 
No, but all honesty, I said it. If not, if I didn't have, if I, if I didn't have the confidence or know the abilities of doing this, I would have never recommended this to you. That's and a fact. Year in, maybe. I know you don't like numbers. I know numbers don't really like. But you gotta say. I mean, but year, I'm a businessman, so I have to. But I'm saying a year, man. Like, oh yeah. Oh time. And, and see, like time said, is different for me though. And like I said, every week you're here. We have a schedule. We're here. It's done. Mm-hmm. We do it, and we 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 good to go. And I gotta say, I'm glad that I'm I'm. I'm part of the ride and I hope to continue on with you and I congratulate you for your year thank you sir podcasting. Uh, uh, I, can't, I, I can't wait to be around when you do 100 oh shoot I can't you wait we're <laughs> oh, we gonna celebrate that yeah, too yeah. Uh, no I appreciate you bro thank you man and uh, real talk thank you for everybody who's been been along for the ride um, I'm here to change your life y'all I'm here to have a good time and I look forward to another year and another year and another year and I look forward to your girlfriend DMing me and me turning it down because I'm <laughs> faithful <laughs> I look forward to, to more broken hearts and, and, and more swollen vaginas, hard nipples and everything. <laughs> no, the real talk. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, That's all I can say is thank you. You know, I look forward to the ride for y'all. And, you know, uh, let me change your life. Let me make it better. I'm your girl's favorite. I was Josie's boy. And this has been Call Me When It's Over, the greatest show on earth. Thank you very much. I'm not done, but I'm done. Call me when it's over.